Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Oh, hello. Welcome to the office of Dr. Andrew Michaels. I see you're just on time. That's an excellent quality for a person to have. I'm glad to see that you found us without too much difficulty. Sometimes it can be strange trying to find your way to our office. Don't worry about payment or identification. I know who you are. You're in exactly the right place. Everything is well taken care of. You don't need to worry about a thing. Feel free to leave your stress, anxieties, and any complicated or difficult emotions up here with me. You can hang them on one of the hooks to your left there. They'll be safe with me until your appointment is over, and then you can pick them back up again on your way out. Head on back and take a seat. The doctor is expecting you. Okay, come on in. Um, it may not seem like it to you, the casual viewer, but I've been gone for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And I know you would love to have a nice, soothing back massage done. Mm-hmm. And I have every intention of doing that for you. Mm hmm Let me feel you out here a little bit. Very stiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got a lot of stiff spots. A lot of tense muscles. Right here, especially, like, on your side. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, right here. Gotta get you to loosen up. Just gotta tap that area and loosen up all those muscles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I had a wonderful holiday vacation. I did. Get that to loosen up. Yeah, you're so tight. wonderful vacation. I met so many beautiful, wonderful people. I spent a day in a pub. <laughs> That's right. I went all the way to England. Yes, I was in London in a posh neighborhood. Well, it was kind of posh. And it had this wonderful little neighborhood bar for just the regular gang that lived in the area. And yeah, it was called the Church Hill Arms. Now, 
it was a Churchill <laughs> classic English pub based on World War II Churchill. It was wonderful. It was the most beautiful building. It was absolutely the most built, beautiful building in its area, too. Uh, a lot of the shops were nondescript or not very well decorated, but this pub was just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we gotta get you to loosen up. You are so tight. Yeah. You're just, this back of yours is just so tight. We gotta get you to loosen up. Does that help? Yeah, a lot of that helps. Mm-hmm. And I hung out with a new friend. His name is Dom. I don't think he'll mind me saying his first name. And Dom was a typical... Yeah. Never met him before. <laughs> no. That's You go halfway around the world. Of course you are going to hang out with strangers, but that's part of the fun. I meet people and they're not strangers anymore. They become my friends. And we may never see each other again, but maybe we will. But I always want to try to, I don't know, as dumb as it sounds, meeting someone and showing them how I am from where I came from and getting to know them. Yeah. And we're not that different. We're just people that want to get along and see the world maybe a little differently than each other, but basically we all want the same things. We just want to live a good life and have a little fun and see the world progress and become a better place for like everyone. Because when it's better for everyone, it tends to be better for you you're part of the group and the collective and the population however you want to call yourself yeah I'm really stiff in there you are really stiff I hope this hard tapping really helps your back the idea is to get the blood flowing get all of that mm-hmm all of that you know build up acids and chemicals and waste products get it all moving mm-hmm yeah you can't really yeah really squeezing hard on this one part of your back we've got to get that to loosen up mm-hmm you're doing great when we get all the knots out of your muscles get you to stretch out and loosen up all of the joints and the bones and all the different ligaments and the different cartilage and joints in your back and your shoulders and your arms. We've got to get that to loosen up. And the more we do that, it allows blood flow, oxygen, and the removal of all of those waste products like, mm-hmm, yeah and all the waste gases. You know, you're using oxygen, but then you're producing you know, carbon dioxide when you breathe out. And that can get trapped in the muscles. It can get trapped in the blood. You've got to get all of that flowing and 
moving and allow the body to do the processes it needs to renew itself. You know, if you get that flow going and you get all of the, the waste products out, eventually the body can start to rebuild new cells and rebuild damaged tissue. Mm -hmm. It's like you become a new person and you literally do. New cells makes you a new person. <laughs> I know. The body basically renews itself over and over again. Sometimes the old tissues that were there are no longer there anymore. They just have gone away. That's what we want in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing so well. Where was I? Oh. Oh, you're interested in me hanging out in the pub? <laughs> well, I didn't even tell you the funniest part. Okay, so we're drinking some nice, refreshing, delicious shanties. And Dom and I are talking, and we have a lot in common. We have a lot of differences, but we have a lot of things in common, and we're finding that out and really enjoying the conversation. We're getting to know each other. He's a great guy, and I'm just sitting there enjoying the conversation. And uh, We're having some chips and some shanties. We're trying some different beers. And uh, he's like, oh, my God, can you, you, he was having to get up and go to the uh, bathroom. And I was, like, just sitting there like a turtle. And I'm like, some days it's like that with me. I can drink all day, and it doesn't affect me. So that was kind of neat. And we're just having a good time. And I said, hey, let's look at the menu for the hell of it. Uh, we're having a, over a bag of crisps. I, I said chips. But I actually, I went up and I bought a couple bags of what we call potato chips in um, the United States. But over there they call them crisps. And crisps are a, definitely a big part of the pub experience when it comes to the United Kingdom, they love their crisps, and I got us a couple bags, and we're sitting there eat, eating them, and you just, the way they do it is pretty cool, too, you get a bag, a couple bags, you just rip them open, and you throw them on the table, and then everybody just kind of eats out of the, the uh, wrapping package of the, the bag of chips, and maybe that's a London thing, I'm not sure, but it's cool to me, I just love it, you just rip them open, and just throw them on the table, <laughs> And everybody just kind of reaches in and grabs a couple of chips. Or crisps in this case, yeah. <clears throat> and I really enjoyed it. It was just such a fun experience. And their chips have these wonderful flavors. I mean, very exotic. They're very... There's little things that are different about the United States versus, say, England. And, you know, you go to the bar and you just get a beer at... In, in the United States, you just, it's a light beer, or you get a lager, or you get a, you know, maybe a, you know, Sam Adams, you usually pick your beer by the, the name or the brand of what you like to drink, you know, you're a Coors man, you're a Budweiser man, you, you know, like that, you're a Miller's guy, and that's the way people, I think, kind of pick their beers in the United States, by the label. Well, over there, they pick by ale, lager, you know, the, they want a shanty, they want a, a light beer. That It's kind of different. They pick it by what it is, not by where it came from, necessarily. 
And, you know, they have their favorite brands and then they have their favorite drinks. But they're always willing to try different things. And it's really cool, you know. And we had, uh, like I said, we were drinking these really refreshing shanties and just having a really good time. And uh, I said, hey, you know, since we're eating and you're hungry and I'm kind of getting hungry, the girls are gonna, the girls were on their way back. And I'll tell you a little bit about them too. And uh, I said, uh, why don't we look at the menu? And I got the menu and it was a Thai restaurant. <laughs> I'm serious. A wonderful, classic, you know, World War II styled and designed Winston Churchill classic history bar for a downtown neighborhood in London. And then they had this beautiful Thai food. <laughs> and I'm thinking, where's the, you know, where's the shepherd's pie and the Yorkshire puddings and the bangers and mash and the um, fried fish dinners. Nope. No. Thai food. Some of the best noodles. I. Oh my god. Every type of what we call Chinese noodles. Every type of Chinese noodles you could possibly want. Rice dishes, curries. It was just incredible. And we all got something kind of different. <clears throat> But I was smart. I ordered what my daughter ordered because I knew if my daughter liked it, it must be good. So I'm eating that. I'm just not very familiar with Thai food. And it was, oh my gosh, it was decadent. It was so good. And the meat was very good, not too spicy. The noodles were perfect. Lots of vegetables. It was really good. Everybody had a great time. And that takes me to the next part of the story. So Dom and I were talking, we've got a menu, and we're talking about dinner, and it was a busy Saturday, so you'd think we wouldn't get a table, but they're real limited on their tables. They only let you get a table for an hour, and then you're out of there, which was all right for us, but uh, we went back and got a table. The girls showed up, and my friend Kaz was there, and Kaz went with my wife and my daughter to see Kensington Palace, which was nearby. And they went and did the Kensington Palace tour. I went on a couple tours. I went to Windsor and we saw part of Buckingham Palace. And then we saw like the old Bailey and the old, um, where the old prison, whatever they call that place. And after you see enough of that, you're like, I don't want to go to another palace. And I just didn't want to go. And they wanted to do a high tea, like luncheon. And I did not want to do a high tea luncheon with finger sandwiches and cookies. I mean, I love cookies. I love finger sandwiches. I just didn't want to hang out in Kensington Palace with a bunch of women and do a high tea. I was really just wanting to hang out in the pub all day. I just wanted to relax. And to me, running around inside a castle, you know, right here, this spot's really tight. I mean, it would have been my third or fourth castle or building tour, and I was just like, mm, I can skip it. But my wife, my daughter, and 
our good friend went to Kensington Palace, and they had a complete tour, they got to see everything, and then they went to a high tea, and the girls had just a blast, they had, like, a wonderful time, they really got to relax, and that, to them, that was relaxing, to them, that was fun, it was exciting, and they had their little fancy teas, and their little fancy cookies, and, and fingered little cucumber sandwiches, and tastes of brie and little, you know, uh, tiny cut and trim sandwiches, and they were just having a great time. And that was relaxing, fun, enjoyable to them. That would have been not so much fun for me. I wanted to eat crisps and hang out in a pub with Dom and drink beer <laughs> and ale and lagers. And we drank all of that. <clears throat> And kept on drinking. So I must have drank a gallon of beer or so. And talked to a couple locals. And had a really good time. Just getting to know people. And uh, everybody was really kind. And the seats were these old padded chairs. And it was just so comfortable. And we had a little two-person table. Which was really nice. In the corner of the front of the bar. So I got to see all the people coming in. And leaving, I got to see the full view of the bar, which is really what I wanted. I just wanted to, I just wanted to hang out there and just take the place in, take the neighborhood in, and I really got to do that. So then, after the girls were done at Kensington Palace, there's a very small, um, maybe not so well known monument there. They have the Princess Diana memorial fountain there and it's right behind Kensington Palace in the garden area and we thought it was a fountain but boy were we wrong and I couldn't believe it when they told me about it it's yes it's a fountain but it's not really like a mall fountain or a fancy fountain in the middle of town it is a like a, a water play area, a cool spot for children and families to go and enjoy. And it's got this play area for kids, and it's meant for children to just jump and play and run around in. And it's a beautiful fountain, like a play area, an amusement park that we would have, you know, in the United States. Or in the middle of a town, they would have these little fountains that spray up and the kids are allowed to run around inside them it was like that and it was built for families like I said to bring their children and let them just play and it really spoke a lot about the kind of person Princess Diana was I don't know the people but I met some people that know the people that were around the boys, Diana's boys, when they were growing up, and they lived in a little neighborhood, I think near Kensington Palace, and they would ride their bikes up and down the street and play, and she kept them about as normal as any mom could under the circumstances that they lived in, and she really wanted them to have a full and a wonderful childhood. 
and would take them to the beach and, like I said, ride their bikes and play and do things with their friends. And she was just a good mom. And her kids having a good, healthy, fun childhood was important to her. And I don't know, it just, you kind of get the feeling that that's all she wanted was for the kids to have a normal life. They could live an extraordinary life, but she wanted them to have a normal life first. And I think that's really important. I don't think parents think about that. I think they they watch their kids grow and they think everything's going to be all right. And they want them just to not get under their feet. And time goes by and childhood is fleeting and short and you've got to let the kids grow you've got to let them have fun and you've got to let them relax and get out and do fun things And like I said it would have been tedious for me to go to IT but it was a fun relaxing time for my wife and daughter and my good friend and those ladies went and had a blast and you know what I didn't go I went and did something that was fun and relaxing for me and my friend Dawn. And we had a wonderful time. And I think you need to do that sometimes. You need to just stop what you're doing, roll your pant legs up, and run around in a fountain. Let the kids play. Let them get their feet wet. You know, just have a good time. And that was fun for them. You might want to sit on a park bench and read a book while they're playing. And that might be the best day you've had in months. Sitting on a bench. Too hot. The sun's too hot. (laughs) There's not enough wind. Too many people talking. But you've got to read your book. (laughs) And you got lost in those pages. And you got a little fresh air. And you got to relax. People really need to do what works for them. And you've got to put people first. You've got to say, well, what do you want to do? Well, you want to go there? Go. And I remember when we were talking to um, my friend Cass about going to the castle. And I'm like, honey, I ain't going. I'm not going to do another castle tour in England. I mean, after two or three, it's like, okay, I get it. Castles, I get it. Wonderful places. Lots of stuff to look at. I get it. But I wanted to just see the people. I wanted to see the diversity and the culture and experience what they do. Just hanging out with a person from London. And though my friend Dom doesn't call himself a Londoner, to me he is. He's a city boy. And uh, that's not an insult. It really isn't. He's just a guy from London. And even though he's still that same kid from where he came from, he's made a life here in London. And I got to see that. And he let me experience what he gets to do every day. Running around, the trains, the tubes, the buses, taxis, Ubers. You don't even need a car to navigate 
London. You can just jump on public transport. You can get an Uber, a black cab. And I did all of those things. I got to experience everything. We rode on the tubes. That's the, uh, the, the underground trains. And we navigated the train stations. And we used uh, this uh, thing called an Oyster card to do that. You know, to travel around. On the trains, you need an Oyster card. And we just had the best time learning and navigating the train stations, the different train lines, finding our way back to our hotel. And you might think, well, that's all tedious, or that doesn't sound like fun. We wanted to have the time to sightsee and tour London, but also learn how the people live there, feel what they feel, how they navigate and travel during the day, what they go through. You know, you have to, everything's timing and the trains run very fast. So if you miss one, it's no big deal. And same thing with the buses. If you miss a bus, you just wait a few minutes, another bus comes. And I just love that. The one thing I didn't get to do that I would have really liked to do we did ride on a double-decker bus on the roof. You know, you get up on the roof and you're out in the sun and the wind. And we rode around on a bus. I would have liked to do that a little more. We just didn't have, like, a lot of chances to do that. We did do a city bus tour. But we didn't get to do more of that. I wanted to just do more of that. But something I really wanted to do was just get on a bus this is kind of odd. I wanted to get on a city bus and just go all along the bus route until it ends and then it comes back and just see where a bus takes you in the different neighborhoods, different parts of the city. I mean, I kind of did that because I rode many, many buses, but they were usually short, like two or three stops, and then I would get off and go to the train station. Or the tr the bus would take me back to we had a bus stop right by our hotel so it was like right there so boom in fact there was two bus stops right by our um, hotel so you, know, you just got off and then you could stop at the store and grab some drinks and snacks and then go back to the hotel or whatever you wanted to do and everything was really convenient we we just loved it but i didn't I, I knew it would be kind of like a waste of an afternoon or a waste of a day, but I just wanted to get on a bus and see where all the whole route, just basically get on and do the whole route of this bus until it came back to wherever I thought was my starting or dropping off point. And really just, I know it sounds weird, but just see who gets on, see who gets off, see the neighborhoods it goes through. See how people just kind of interact. and They don't talk much, but you interact with each other more than they probably think you do. You'd be surprised. How's your back feel? Good. Well, let me take a look. Hold still real quick. Oh, yeah. We're about done. So why don't we just... I'll just finish up with a little bit of this on your lower back. And then you can relax and take a nap. How's that sound? Okay. Oh, I love that sound too, don't you? Yeah, your lower back is tense.
Yes, I have a freight train near my house. You might be able to hear it right now. That's a far cry from the beautiful transportation trains in London. They're very comfortable. I know a lot of people probably think they're not. I thought they were really nice. They're like subways in New York or Washington, D.C. Where else have I done trains? Chicago. And, you know, they're they're what they are. They're, they're not perfect, but none of us are. And I've noticed trains definitely fit the people around them. <laughs> yeah. There, you seem like you're pretty much done. You feel better? Good. Well, I'm really glad... And I got to sit here and talk to you a little bit today and give you a really nice, relaxing back massage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels good to just relax sometimes. Talk. Yeah, it makes the time go by. Well, listen, you lay here as long as you want. And when you're done, there's a nice glass of lemon water right there by the mm -hmm, right where you laid your glasses and a little napkin there if you need it and you just lay here as long as you want and listen to the white noise and when you're finished you can come out and pay alright good thank you so much for coming today and if you'd like to hear more stories you have to let me know that's the thing. They're all in, these stories, these adventures are all in my head. But I don't know what people want to hear, what they want to listen to. Maybe they think, well, that wasn't that fun sitting in a bar all day. Well, it wasn't all day, but it was most of the day. Most of the afternoon, I mean. And I had a great time. <laughs> I just had a day where I got to relax. And Make a friend and meet some new people and have fantastic Thai food. <laughs> and I found out I like some uh, different drinks that I never had before. Different styles of drink. And you got to have that good head on your beer. If it's not a good head on your beer, they're not cleaning those pipes out enough. They should have dumped that first beer down the drain. We have that problem in the United States, too. You know, if they haven't hit that tap, you got to get that bad beer out of the tube. You got to get the bacteria out and clean it out. Just like how a massage loosens up your muscles and gets all the waste gases and waste fluids out of your muscles. You've got to do that. You got to pull that tap and pour that first glass of beer down the drain get all that bacteria and flat beer out and then get a nice crisp full beer out a full glass and a nice fat head of beer on top foam on top a nice foam head that's the way it should look a nice healthy beer and it's worth the money and the time that way well take care and we'll see you when you're done, okay? Alright. Until I see you again. Bye-bye.
Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirago Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library videos online at youtube.com slash Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tiradahueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.